it's a joy for us to be on the school campus, right? Yeah. We love what we're doing. One, mm. we're called, that's first and foremost, but yeah. we actually love what we're doing. So when we wake up, we're thinking about all the kids that are going to get to hear the gospel that day. And so one girl looks up to Natalie and she said, ask Natalie, do you, do you love what you do? Um, and Natalie's like, you, I, you bet I do. I mean, this is my favorite thing to do. And so, man, the joy that we get to have and the privilege of being on campus right. with the students is, man, I wouldn't give that up for anything. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Well, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Steve, and this is my frenemy, Brad. Hey, everybody. I'm just sad because as of this recording, it's almost one o'clock and my Jimmy John sandwich is two hours late. So. <gasps> oh, that's why those of us who know sandwiches go to Jersey Mike's. Hangry. I know, right? Jersey Mike's, baby. Oh, man. Why did you I've go? never... Because I ordered with Janice, not with you. Oh, I order, well. When I'm with you, I order Jersey Mike's. When I'm with Janice, I order... And I can't blame you. Janice knows how to get a sandwich done. Just saying. Evidently, the guy got in an accident, so I. Are can't you be mad. serious right yeah. now? You are terrible. My my sandwich is probably in a <laughs> tow yard somewhere. I can't believe we're doing this on the podcast right now. Hey, I hit the record button, and I decided I was hungry. I'm thinking about food. Okay, <laughs> leave me alone. Oh my! Word. I woke up in Florida. I'm sitting here in Nashville. Oh gosh, it's. I've had crackers so far today. Crackers. All right. So for those of us who watch it on YouTube, one of the questions I have is: every week you show up with the same shirt. Do you just have, are you now Steve Jobs? Do you just have like seven of those shirts and you just put on that shirt? Yes. Okay. And particularly the, the darker ones when I'm on video, either the red one or the blue one. So that's usually what you're going to get from me when we right. record on a Wednesday. Okay. And yes, in the summertime, I put on a different first party polo every day. All right. I do not. It's too, it's another decision you don't have to make. Yeah. Why, Listen, there why are, burden yourself? There are a lot of people that would agree with you that wear mm -hmm. blue jeans and a black t-shirt every single day. I mean, if we're, ch we're chasing rabbits today, so I'll chase the rabbit. Like I even just, I just pulled the next one off the pile, like, <laughs> rotate through just to make sure, so Great. make sure. And if there's one that I don't like, it goes in the goodwill pile. It's like, if I'm not going to wear it today, okay, it's just the next one in line. Gosh, we are learning so much right now. Right. We are learning a lot. If you all want to call my counselor, it's 615. Exactly. <laughs> so speaking of counselors, what are we talking about today? What are you saying about Shane and Natalie? Exactly. That's my point. Speaking of people who are great listeners. Oh, goodness. Yeah. And it was full a of good, wisdom. Yeah. It's their breath of fresh air. Um, when we recorded this at the spring meeting, we were just done with the spring meeting. Um, yeah. We had been in meetings from noon, hung out with each other all night, back the next morning. And they came up back up to the office and we sat here for probably two hours chatting good. before we jumped on. And then we sat here and talked again and just talking Jesus and first priority. And it's good that, yeah, it just oozes out of them. So be ready for a good conversation. I was going to say, so let's not steal any more thunder. Let's jump in and we'll close this thing out. Sounds good. Well, as Steve said, I'm here with Shane and Natalie. Welcome to the show. It's good to have you on. It's good to be here. It Thanks is. for having us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we probably talked about you before, but have we had you on the show before? I think we might have done one early. Not been, together. Been never together. No, we have never. No? I don't I think, think we've we done them separate. Okay. I think they were afraid. <laughs> Very afraid. So. Yes, well, people have heard your voices. <laughs> fall conference. So you there have been go. on at the fall yes. conference. Your Devo is on there from the fall conference. So yes. our, our people will be familiar with you. That but might be what it is, yeah. Yeah. Would you take a moment, introduce yourself, tell yeah. everybody who you are, where you are, family. Yeah. So I'm Shane nature. Kinney. And I'm the director of First Priority in the Permian Basin in Texas. And this is my wife, Natalie. And uh, we have two girls. 
um, Tori, who is 27, living in Texas, and Tristan, who is 26, and living in Alaska. Alaska. Yep, living in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So Natalie and I have been married 30 years this year in September. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, it's just fun doing ministry together. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. So true. We've been out um, in West Texas now for 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's um, crazy. Just it is. Uh, loving Seems like the area God has. Oh, it does. I mean, does. it really does. Like uh-huh. when we get together like this, I, I I do. I feel like it really has it been ten years that mm-hmm. we've been out there. Yeah. Um, but God has just yeah given us such a heart for that community that He's called us to, and so we're just excited for what the next ten look like. Right. Yes. It wasn't that long ago that Roberts called you, and that first party bus pulled into the parking mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. And you're like, okay, God, yeah. here we go. And and even after the first year we didn't know that we were going to last i mean after yeah. a year we didn't know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what the hell but we were willing to keep pushing until god moved us and yep. he yeah. hasn't that's right uh, and actually when he first moved us out there we thought okay this is 40 years in the desert i mean we were doing this we did. Hmm. and uh so we're 10 years into that so yeah and it has not been a desert experience you've seen no. a lot of fruits of your labor yeah we have yeah. and and i something that was shared earlier just that um we know the remnants there yeah. And if mm-hmm. you were just were to pull back and kind of Google Earth it, um, yeah, there's definitely his remnant there in in the Permian Basin. Um, we're just seeing students' lives change. Um, we're watching the kingdom grow as a whole. Mm. We're just watching youth groups increase. And um, we know it's only just because we believe the gospel is changing our community yeah. through the hearts of students. So yeah. um, it has been just an amazing journey that... Um, there's so much more work to do, though. I think we've just scraped the surface. Uh-huh. And so, yeah. Um, and I wouldn't have said that years ago. So okay. I just think that consistency and faithfulness um, is huge. And God's allowing us to see some of the fruit of our labor, which cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't always get in ministry. Yeah. yeah. And um, and it's because I think it's just enough to where it's like, I have so much more for you. Yeah. And so we're excited to see what else that he's going to do uh, in and mm-hmm. through us in the city he's called us to. So um well it's been we amazing. feel like What's... after 10 years i mean we feel like we're getting in a groove and mm-hmm. you know not that not that groove of complacency but mm-hmm. man god is rocking i mean he's it's awesome he's doing great things and he's we're and we're seeing with volunteers and churches you know the partnerships with them yep we just feel like man this is you know when you pray that prayer of enlarge my territory and yeah and he starts doing it and yep. don't be surprised when you're like you when you're having to figure out okay so what do we do next that's right Mm-hmm. Well, you you walked into town ten years ago. You weren't the first director that mm-hmm. they hired, mm-hmm. right? You were you were following some people, mm-hmm. but correct. What did ministry look like when you started, and where? Yeah, what? Yeah. Give us a snapshot of where you're at right now. So when we got there, um, they had, um, you know, there was another director that was there, and mm-hmm. you know, stepped aside, mm-hmm. and so they were kind of at the at the point of they had to decide they they were ready to just let the ministry go, and mm. um, because they didn't really know what you know. Yep. Is this yep. something that's going to bear fruit? Uh, is this something that we're getting, you know, more bang for our buck? Yep. You know, for what we're investing in, are we yep. getting the product that we're looking for? And and uh, and I think they were at the point where they were ready to, to to call it quits and say, you know, there's other things that we can invest our money into. And um, and yeah, so we got the call and said, hey, what would you think about moving out to Odessa, Texas? And and of course. Uh, we said absolutely not, because um, <laughs> you were living in Florida. In you paradise. were living in Florida. Uh-huh. We were, you know, our our mother, my mother and father in law, um, had moved down a yep. few years prior to that. Wanted yep. to spend the second half of their life retired in Florida with us, and yep. 
And uh, we felt like we'd be abandoning that. And mm. and again, we didn't even know Odessa, Texas existed. Or yep. Midland, Texas. We didn't know anything about oil and gas. Yep. We still don't know that much. But, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we know it smells, but yeah. Um, but, but we didn't really, any. It, it didn't make any sense in our minds to move there. Mm. You know, we'd established a lot of ministry connections over Yeah, we've been in our city a to, long time. for 20 years mm-hmm. in Citrus County in Florida. And... Our family was up. there. Our, mm-hmm. you know, I had a roofing company that was there, and yep. so we were uh, felt like we were got where where we were supposed to be mm-hmm. involved in the local church. You know, doing Coaching ministry in the schools. Yeah, still and, doing uh, doing first priority in Florida. We yep, were doing it there. Started doing first priority there, and then we get the call about going out to Texas, and we mm-hmm. got several calls, and again, profusely no, and uh, and then <clears throat> I don't know. I can't even remember how we got talked into going out to Texas for 48 hours. Hey, get on a flight. Let's come there. Yeah. And and we did, and we met some great people, but we, you know, the more we talked about what first priority should look like and, um, <laughs> it, you know, we, we sat on the steps of Odessa high school and just yep. wept. Yep. And, uh, it was on the day we were flying back hmm. and it was like, God, I mean, we did not see that coming. Yeah. God broke our heart for that city. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, the, <clears throat> when we got there, they were on two schools, okay. one middle school, one high school. Okay. And uh, and so we just went there knowing uh, that, man, God called us here for a reason and we're yep. not going to waste any time. Let's do this. And yep. So we quickly got on every school in Odessa and uh, and then God started opening up doors for other cities around. And mm-hmm. so then we were quickly into Midland and on every city there. And then the, the outs, it's just a ripple effect. The cities sure. that were outside of that now, all of a sudden we're like, yeah, we've got to have you here. And mm-hmm. so uh, where we're at now is now we're, we're in eight cities. We're getting ready to start in nine cities. We just got wow. the approval for another city. So, okay. And that'll be 39 schools mm-hmm. in, wow. in eight cities. So in uh-huh. 10 years. Um, in 10 years, yeah. Mm-hmm. We went from two schools to, well, currently 37. I know it will be, be 39. Uh-huh. Yep. And mm-hmm. I mean, it, I think it all just attributes to uh, just networking. Yep. How mm-hmm. important it is to, when you get into a city, to just build those relationships yep. with it, within the local churches. Mm-hmm. And um, Shane's a great networker. And that's so when people move to the outskirts cities, yeah. They already had that relationship with Shane and they're like, Hey, mm-hmm. I want this here. They've mm-hmm. seen the results. And so yep. I feel like that's kind of how we've grown. And then when they even move somewhere else in Texas, it's yeah. like, Hey, Shane, do we have it here? Yep. So um every relationship God has used from the moment we stepped foot there ten years ago. Um he's he's using it in every city. And so And that's not just um, ministry, but right. this is principles. Like when we okay. build a relationship with principles, yes. we don't start a school until I shake a principal's hand and, mm. and they know what we're for and that yep. we're for them. Yep. And here's what happens is the principles for some reason they rotate quite a bit. Okay. Uh, more often than what we'd like. But huh. when they move to another school, we already have an in there because yeah. they know us. They yep. have that relationship. Know who you are. And then when they move to a different city, they yep. you know it, it paves that way, but the relationship part I of love first it. priority, I think, is why we're successful mm-hmm. because we can't do this alone. Again, we're two yeah. people. That's right. Um, and so, as God has opened up doors in more schools and more cities, He's opened up the doors for us to bring on more staff. Yep. And so that's where we're sitting at now. Is well, you know we've had to bring on staff to yeah to accommodate right. Mm-hmm. Well, because when you talk about thirty-seven schools, you're not talking about thirty-seven clubs. No, I'm no. talking about 37 different buildings that Correct. host clubs. How many clubs? 72 clubs. 72 clubs, yes. because a lot of your clubs are over lunch, and there three. are three lunch periods, mm-hmm. so you count those as three mm-hmm. clubs yes. because you have three sets mm-hmm. of volunteers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's a three-hour day. I mean, you yeah. have three different lunches, each is a 50 <laughs> yeah. minutes apiece. And so, uh-huh. so our volunteers know what they're getting into, and they just, you know, and they love it. And, and here's the thing is that the relationship building and why they um, – 
why our volunteers are so successful with us is because, you know, we pour into them outside of the clubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Natalie is great at that. You know, she'll talk for 45 minutes after the club's over in a parking lot talking yeah. about, you know, how their parents are, or how yep. this happened or how. Mm-hmm. And so building those relationships and people want to. We've built up that trust where people want to work with you. They yeah. want to work alongside you because this is not just about a club. It's about relationships. So, well, you're, yeah. And um, you're really consistent with them. Like we were yep. talking before the recording about you send a weekly email. Yes. Just leading. You're mm-hmm. you're out in front of them, not just saying, hey, volunteer, here you go. Good mm-hmm. luck. Good yeah. luck. You're mm-hmm. you're consistent with them. The volunteer, We're at the end of the school year, so you're doing an appreciation mm-hmm. banquet, mm-hmm. Yes. giving back some amazing Yes. volunteers swag. some swag giving them some <laughs> pr- gifts mm-hmm. for the year mm-hmm. that yeah obviously pales in comparison to what they've given to you as yeah. far as a volunteer oh, goes absolutely but i mean is. i think that it with first party structure it's our volunteers and keeping volunteers is, is a huge is a huge deal for us yeah um it's just loving people well though yeah. i think that um and in doing that there's probably nothing they wouldn't do for the lord yeah and so I, I, that's kind of how we've done it. We, we have maintained our, our volunteers and just continue to grow them. Um, just because I think that we're so conscious of loving well mm-hmm. and just, um, you know, there's no burnout. I mean, sure. After 30 weeks, we're tired yeah. and we're kind of like, Oh yay, Last week we have the kids, but we're good. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, that is so important. Uh, this is such a relational ministry. Yeah. And so, um, but we just mirror that of what what Jesus did. I mean, he he walked with people, he sat with people, yeah, and just uh, invested in them. And so, we just hope that in doing that, uh, we have an opportunity to equip students to reach people. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it takes a lot of adults. I know we are a student led, you know, uh, clubs. Mm-hmm. But it does take a lot of mm-hmm. adults, and you know, just in organizing, encouraging, equipping, and yeah. empowering students mm-hmm. to do this. So. Um, kind of like we are we're all in this because we want to see good for these kids and yeah, yeah. so in turn um we have just seen amazing results this year yeah we've seen students that are just showing up to lead in ways that um only the lord could do and how many decisions have we had this school year I know this well was we our just largest. finished our final club and so we ended the year with 2325 mm. wow 2325 that's how many students that's I mean, amazing these are people that checked a top box and and Again, when you talk about numbers like that, it's it's on one hand you're thinking, man, how do people are going to say that's ridiculous, <laughs> right? Like, how do you justify that many numbers? Yeah. How can you were those real? Um, yeah. And so here's the thing: is, is that we, from the curriculum and everything that's written, the the response time is very mm-hmm. direct, very yep. very clear, and yep. so this is what happens with, with those numbers: is this is who checked the top box, uh-huh. right? That says today I'm giving my life to Jesus, mm-hmm. and our our club mentors and student leaders are doing a very good job through the the prayer and the follow-up okay. to say, hey, so this is telling me that today you're saying, I haven't done this before, man. Jesus, I'm making him my guy today. And mm-hmm. they're saying that's absolutely what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then we have some we have some students that just say, uh, you know, like the 17-year-old girl, she looks up and she says, okay, so this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Why am I 17 years old? And this is the first time somebody's telling me that there's somebody that died for my sins. Right. And it's every day we encounter people that haven't heard the good news. Wow. And then we're surprised. So, you know, <laughs> With this many decisions, these are how many conversations that have been taking place, like yeah. saying, hey, so tell me what this means to you. Yep. And guess mm-hmm. what? If they say, no, nah, man, I did that. I mean, you know, I'm already good. And then guess what? That doesn't count towards our numbers. Yeah. You know, we say, OK, well, let's fix that on the box so that yep. when we do our, our stuff. Mm-hmm. But the follow up has been uh, great this year because 
Um, <clears throat> we between our our staff or people that are there, sure. we work with our student leaders, and mm -hmm. when we pick up the response cards, and we let the students know, hey, if you check the top box, I hey, guess what, we're going to want to have a conversation with you. Yep. We want to find out what does this mean to you. We're proud of you. We're going to yeah. congratulate you. Yeah. And we have student leaders, and we have pictures of student leaders that are going to sit with them and actually praying with them and saying, mm -hmm. hey, if you don't have a church to go to, man, come to church. my church on Wednesday. And nice. So, that filters into the local church, and this is why these volunteers is so important to them. Yep. And then at this other school, uh, Natalie's walking by, and here's the thing: it's a joy for us to be on the school campus, right? Yes. We love what we're doing. One, mm -hmm. we're called. That's first and foremost. But yep. we actually love what we're doing. So when we wake up, we're thinking about all the kids who are going to get to hear the gospel that day. And so one girl looks up to Natalie, and uh, you know Natalie goes by and. And just connecting with her and then walks on. And then so she calls her back and she said, ask Natalie, do you do you love what you do? Um, and Natalie's like, you, I, you bet I do. I mean, this is my favorite thing to do. And then Natalie had to second guess, like, wait a second. Did my face not look like I, I love what I do? Oh, yeah. She said, no, it's the exact opposite. I mean, you look like you love what you do. Yeah, yeah. And so, man, the joy that we get to have and the privilege of being on campus right. with the students is man, I wouldn't give that up for anything. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And the churches are seeing the product of this. Yeah, you know they, the the youth pastors that are showing up and and pouring into students when when their students are coming back to their churches and bringing their friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes it worth it. How can you not be yeah. a part of that? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then one girl. I mean, she's a mm -hmm. freshman in school uh, at Permian High School, and she was a, a phenomenal leader. Like you get excited knowing that she's a freshman because it's like, yes. okay, we got you two years, senior, more years. Yes. and she's excited. Yes. Well, she transfers schools, and these are two gigantic schools in Texas. And she switches over to the other school and jumps right in and led mm -hmm. and led the rest of the school year. Really, she's an incredible leader, wow. and it didn't matter what school she was in or what yeah. her friend group was because yep. that changed quick. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, and she's just a rock star. I love it. Is. Mm -hmm. I love it. I think you can tell we love sharing the stories. Oh uh -huh. my goodness! No, there's just, stories. For I look at Shane's yeah. face just lights up. It's uh. just like, oh, you want to hear a story? It's like. For days. I don't think know? any of our listeners are done driving yet, so you can keep going if you That's want. Right. <laughs> oh, no, there's you stories. Know, but I think one of the other stories is that we just got a couple days ago. You know, you wonder how effective it is when we post on social media. I yeah. know that we all do kind of. Because that's our reach. We're not just putting stuff out there yeah. just to put it out there. We want, yep. to, we want to use it to reach it and maybe hit that next level. And um, I got a message from a parent, I think it was two days ago. It might have been three. But... Um, and she made the comment about the ministry. And at first you're thinking, oh, you know, got a, got a secret message. Oh, and yeah. um, and she said, uh, just something to the effect of uh, what you're doing is effective. She's like, mm. you know, I know that you guys talked about being the light of the world because that was our last week and mm -hmm. um, really pushing for them to go out to the world and share the good news. And mm. um, and she said, and um, I'm watching it happen with my own daughter. She's like, we're driving down the road. And she's like, mom, stop, rolls down the window. And asked a group of kids, I think there might have been five, if they would go to youth group with her. And she said, and two of them came. Really? And mm -hmm. she said, I'm watching my daughter live this out. And so her next thing was, is because she you know, she didn't know the Bible growing up. This is a parent messaging us about this. And she said, what I loved is that you didn't just share John 3.16 with the kids, which we all know whether we ever owned a Bible. Mm. She said, but you pushed it to John 3.17 and had her sharing that, yeah. which truly showed love. That yeah. we weren't out to condemn the kids that they go to school with, but that the, you know, that yes. they have a relationship through him. So mm -hmm. I was like, when I get messages from parents, right. it's impacting their home. Um, we can only hope to do that at a local right. level. Yeah. And so yeah. um, I told Shane, I was like, that made all of those weeks and all the things that you did, the struggle at that school, um, 
so worth it. I mean, it's right. worth it anyway. I know we, but that the Lord will let us see that. Yeah. And so that was um, just a precious story from a parent mm -hmm. who was seeing it in her kids. Mm -hmm. And so for us, it's a privilege to reach this generation. Yeah. This is, I don't, I see hope in this generation. Yeah. I see future in yep. this generation. So um, I might not know all the words that they say and what they all mean, but man, <laughs> and I you're know, not going to look all of them up. No, I'm not going to look them up. I am not Afraid Google searching. Exactly. But what I love about it is that there's hope there. Yeah. And, um, and that just comes through the power of the gospel. And yeah. so, um, it is just truly transforming lives and that we just get to play a small role in that. I love it. It's just huge to us. Mm -hmm. Yes. It is just, it's just huge. Mm -hmm. So we're so I feel like we're in our first year post COVID. Like we're, yeah. we're in yes, every I, school. I agree. I, yeah. I think and, so. uh, and, and I'm telling you, even the effects of, um, I know a lot of people struggled through as far as ministry wise and being an on-campus ministry and not mm -hmm. being out on campus mm -hmm. struggling through that. And, uh, but I, and we even questioned, whether or not God was finished with us in Texas, because we're like, okay, we know where we're supposed to be and we can't. So, mm -hmm. you know, what, God, what are you doing? Yeah. And, um, and I don't want to go be a discipleship pastor or something else. I want to do first priority. Yep. And, and sure enough, there are stories that, that are coming out of the COVID mm -hmm. era that are still uh, just a huge blessing. Hmm. You know, we have one guy, he's, he's on full-time staff at church and, and he helps us with a couple different schools. Well, um, he's very relational. He is so good with the kids. And, uh, he's at this middle school and there's a, a mm -hmm. little sixth grade girl and, and he just makes it fun for everybody. But anyway, the sixth grade girl, um, had, had started coming. Okay. And, but the churches weren't opened up yet. And so yeah. it was really, the families were, were worried about, you know, being out in public and all that stuff. Sure. So the sixth grade girl, she remembered the church because when, when our adults are there, um, we we do a church shout out once yes. a month. It's okay. Like, okay, so what church are you with? Mm -hmm. yep. Hey, if you don't have a church to go to, man, this guy goes here, this guy goes here, this guy goes here. And so we make sure that they know that churches are available and would love for you to be there, join their youth group. Sure. Well, so this girl, it was over the COVID part, her and her family would watch this guy's online service every single week mm -hmm. on Sunday. Yes. And, uh, and didn't really know until when COVID was over, her and her family started showing up to church. Yes. And it was all because it started with this little sixth grade girl that knew Randy from, from Bowie middle school. And show. yep. And so she would watch Mr. Randy and, yep. and and whoever was preaching that Sunday would watch them online. The family started watching it with their daughter. Okay. And so here's what happened. And this is post COVID. They started attending his church faithfully mm -hmm. on wow. Sundays. And now they work in the children's ministry at their church. Nice. And it was all because Randy was so relational with these, with these kids and the sixth grade girl went home and told her family. So when we talk about 2,300 decisions, yeah, it's not just students. We're talking never families. We're talking yeah. the teachers that are in the room. Yeah. I yep. mean, I've got a dozen teachers at that Bowie Middle School that yep. that help and rotate, mm -hmm. and it's affecting them. Yep. Uh, you know, I've had a couple of teachers, and I haven't said this out loud yet, but we had a couple of teachers that mm -hmm. stuck around after club mm -hmm. and really just kind of had a, a, a release of just grief and things that they were going mm. through and missing out on the church connection and being a part. Wow. And so guess what? They got invites to go to church. Yeah. Like, can we come sit with you where you're yeah. at? Yeah. Yeah. And come and to church like, oh my goodness. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yes, it's, it's more than just with the students, but I will tell you, it's just the strategy behind first priority mm -hmm. that is so effective. It's so intentional yep. with everything that it does that, yep. um, it just works. Yep. It mm -hmm. works. And so we have just, we've loved every facet of it. And I mean, and it's, and I know we're sharing a lot of those mountaintop moments. Yep. And, 
Um, and we know ministry is, is lonely. You know, we know mm. that that can happen, especially when you're doing campus ministry. Yep. Cause mm. you don't go home to a staff or yeah. go to a, a building with staff and mm-hmm. everyone's hyping each other up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I think the first priority family is so good at yeah. is just how we, as a community network with each other, yep. uh, share wins and losses and how are we going to get through this? Yep. So, um, so that we're not just those, those lone rangers out there by yeah. ourselves. We've never felt that way. Yep. Um, in the 10 years that we've been in Texas, even though we don't have any family there, yeah. we have never felt like we were out there alone. Good. And so that's so important good, for good. us too, with the rest of the first party community is that we don't want people to ever to feel like they are out there alone. Yeah. And it's easy to do. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah. It absolutely. Very is. Easy. Mm-hmm. And I know that Shane and I, because we do uh, ministry together, um, probably does make a little bit of that easier. And I know sure. not every spouse gets to do that. Sure. Um, but no, we don't. I think the first party family has been, um, just so effective in that there's always room for improvement with all of us in our ministries. But I think that's one that I would say, um, we just reach out yeah, and, um, and that the community that we have within this, um, you know, first part of America and just our network, um, has made it to where we can stay out in a city where we don't have family. Yeah. And continue to do ministry because mm-hmm. we get to share the wins and losses with one another who are doing the same thing with us just in different states. That's right. So that's right. Um, that's huge too. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, we could, yeah, we could. We want to see other people. <laughs> we want to see other people succeed. I mean, well, we do. We, yeah. we know it works, and so if there's a way that mm-hmm. that that we can help and encourage somebody else to, you know, just keep pushing. Yeah. So usually I ask people who are come on the podcast, what's one bit of advice that I could give you know, to a newbie coming mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. what I'm hearing you say is to send you an email so you can connect and Absolutely. with your phone number and you guys can get on the phone and talk. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I do that. What's your email address? <laughs> Shane at firstparty.org. Firstpartypb.org. Oh, Shane at fpofamerica.com. Okay, so there you go. No, it's all right. Shane at fpofamerica.com. Yep. Yeah, no, I knew you had that, that email address. That I didn't know if you had a Permian Basin address he too. Does. But I do have a separate okay. one that I just okay. use for that. So That's all right. Okay. Mm-hmm. They can have any one of them, right? They so send send Shane your telephone number. He'll give you a call. Absolutely. And you yes. guys can connect yes. and uh, talk through more first priority stuff. And mm-hmm. anyone's yes. also welcome to come out. We've had quite a few districts come out and just yeah. watch us do clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come and to a club. just, just show them what um, practical ways of what club looks like. Because we have yep. clubs in the morning. We have clubs during lunch. And we do have one after. Okay. We have them in charter schools. And we're in public schools. Love it. So it gives people mm-hmm. that um, sometimes it's just... Just, put, just get in there and see what it looks That's like. That's right. Come and, experience um, it. Yep. We love doing that as well. We love going and visiting other districts just mm-hmm. to see how it works. And um, you just glean stuff That's off right. of that. And That's so, right. And sometimes they'll come out and be like, oh, no, that's too much. Just kidding. <laughs> no, because the only question No, they probably I'm, say, oh, you guys are so extra. We are. <laughs> and we are extra. We are. but uh, <laughs> And we all are in different seasons in our lives. I mean, yeah. we shared about our, our daughters. So yeah. um, we are on that empty nest type. So... Um, we get to show up at stuff that That's other right. people are putting their kids mm-hmm. to bed. So we realize yep. there are different places that you can pour in. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shane and I, we, outside of first priority, we go to all the sporting events and different things like that. It's awesome. Because for us, um, we want these students to know that people still show up. Yep. That's and right. Well, that was your mantra at Fall Conference. It's huge. To be seen, well, we're, to show up, yeah. yes. to be there, to be look eyeball to eyeball. We have a lot of students that don't have parents that are at events. Yeah. Because, and, uh, I mean, and it's not. And this isn't throwing them under the bus. I mean, this just not. life happens. It is. But, you know, there was one guy who, um, 
there's a guy who we have really been pouring into for this past year and he's mm -hmm. one of our first party leaders mm -hmm. and it's it's crazy the way god is working through him because he uh, he has dyslexia and has trouble reading but He's been getting up and leading every week with the wow. curriculum, so we he's doing great. Right he but he wants to reach his whole football team, and so oh, cool. he's he's out on the field and he's praying with this this one guy who's a I think he's new to the school and football players together. And anyway, um, so we showed up to I mean all the games that we could. Well, mm -hmm. this guy's walking by and he's looking up in the stands, and uh, and so Natalie asked him. She says, "You know, do you have parents here? Or who are you looking for?" And he says, "No, I was just looking for you." Hmm. And because he's seen her in the stands and knows that there's people for him. Yep. Mm -hmm. It matters. I wow. mean, so if it's a girl's weightlifting meet or a, oh, yes. you know, we have a, track a lot meet. of different ones. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of more you know, sports track, out there. Yeah, for go. those who wonder, track goes for a long time. <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, it could go to after nine o'clock at night. And um, <laughs> so we go there and the coaches, we are learning, we're meeting all the coaches. So, I mean, it's like we're infiltrating mm -hmm. ourselves into the school as well. Sure. And um, we do live in a town where they just bleed football. Oh, yeah. But what we found is that people only pour in during football. Yeah. So when they saw Shane and I show up, they were just kind of like, we we just finally stopped trying to figure out which one is your kids. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, and um, they're like, they're all are. And I said, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and one of the coaches shared, he said, you know, my life would have been so much different had someone showed up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I knew. And, and so I knew then that. um I'm going to show up for him as well yeah. because I know that people pour in during that season. And so I told him, I was like, I, I know the late hours you're putting in these track meets and different things like that or powerlifting or whatever yep. it is. And yeah. I said, I just want you to know that we're going to, we show up for you as well. Mm. We see you. Yeah. And so, um, I love it. I think it has really changed the the community, but we have that availability. So it's kind of yeah. like, Oh, you know, now that I could never do that. No, mm -hmm. but what it, whatever you can do, let's just do Correct. it well, yep. mm -hmm. you know, yep. and uh, do it to the glory of God. And he will, Man, you'll see the fruit of it. Yeah, and it's it. been ministry to these coaches too, because yeah. the coaches showed up to watch mm -hmm. this football player yeah. lead this club, yeah, and they're so like, "Oh, really? Uh, oh my Very goodness!" Cool. So he texts his coaches happening. like, "I'm leading," which he leads every week. And one of the times they came, and they just stood back, and they're just like, "Miss, how do you get all these kids to come?" Mm. And I was like, "Because kids know what love looks like. Yeah, yep. it it crosses all you know boundaries, language, yeah. Uh, yeah. whatever it is, and um, that we can all speak." Yep. And um, they were just they were just shocked because yeah. it's a tougher school to reach. Mm -hmm. Not tough for the Lord, but, it, you know, and he's like, you get all these kids to pack in this room. Mm -hmm. It's not an appealing room. Yeah. It's not anything. And um, but the love you're showing is. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that, that's what. Yep. So they were like, oh, my goodness. And they were they didn't realize um, that this young boy would even talk out loud. Yeah. He plays football, but he doesn't have to talk. Mm -hmm. And um, they're like, we had no idea. Huh. So That's it's just, awesome. it's been, yeah, it's yeah. been a great, great journey. And we are so thankful for this ministry. And God, God is equipping us for what we need at those schools. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> one of the, one of the parts that I felt like that we were missing out on was we live yes. in a, the school is 86% Hispanic hmm. and some are, are Spanish speaking only. Yes. And we were missing that part. And God oh. brought us somebody that goes to the clubs and has a group and interprets the curriculum and, uh, you know, and um, interprets it to them. Sure. And so they're seeing decisions with that group because now they're here and somebody's speaking their language to them. Yeah. Oh, it's and it's about precious. the hope of Jesus. And they've never heard it like that from somebody. So mm. anyway, God is equipping us with what we need as we move forward. And, and that's something that we've been praying for for yep. 10 years. Mm -hmm. Sure. And um, we wanted that. We knew that that was the component that we were missing if we were really going to look like our culture, yeah. uh, the city's calls to and stuff. And um, so now what we're doing with some of the guys is they're, we're translating them into Spanish. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, now we, of course, have Spanish Bibles mm -hmm. available everywhere. And 
I thought just nothing more precious than to hear the gospel in your heart language. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and then what we're having students do now at one of our high schools is that they'll just dual share. So okay. he'll do one of the students read a paragraph. The other one read the other that paragraph. Is really? Mm -hmm. And wow, it's just it's been so precious because there's just just reaching all the cultures that we can mm -hmm. and doing it right. Like that was kind of a thing for us. And in that we have gotten um, more churches involved. Um, sure. Spanish churches have gotten more involved. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's but that has just been this year. Wow. So we know that's just going to get. Mm -hmm. even bigger in yeah. that culture. Yeah. Um, so we're excited about that because I am, I still do not know much Spanish, but um, I can love on kids. Yo quiero Taco Bell. I don't. I'm like, it's so bad. Um, I mean, I know what good Hispanic food is and all of that. Yeah. And yeah. I still probably would start if I had to order from a menu. But that has been probably one of the missing components. And mm -hmm. I think that the Lord is was preparing us for that. Yeah. Um, wow. So when you grow when you double in numbers in one year, you know, mm. it's, it's the Lord and just being available to reach everyone at the, on that campus. I love it. So, yes, mm. I, we'll have to uh, sometime share. Uh, maybe we'll do it on the first priority uh, group page. Just a video so that you guys so that everyone else can kind of see what that looks like. Yeah. Having two students that are um, in America. Yeah. You know, because we yeah. think of that, we're going over seas and mission mm -hmm. trips and you have the pastor who shares and then mm -hmm. someone in the tribe or whatnot is, yep. you know, is translating. That's happening here. Yeah. And um, it's mm -hmm. pretty cool. That is cool. It is. It That's is very cool. cool. Yeah. So, yeah. We ran out of our Spanish Bible, so we have to order more. Of this. <laughs> I love I it. I love it. I know. I was like, no, we're not going <laughs> to yeah. sit Brian over the edge like, hey, do you have Spanish Bible? So we got to place an order anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love time, it. We'll do it. We'll do it. For us, there right? we go. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't <laughs> want me translating nothing. It'll all be the Taco Bell menu. Exactly. Yes, uh -huh. yes. <laughs> Get so, a chalupa is about all you can get. Yeah, right. I don't know if you can get yeah. Jesus. You can get a chalupa. It's all the same ingredients. <laughs> Come on. No. I love it. Well, thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you for uh, thank being you. who you are, oozing the love of Jesus, mm -hmm. seeing people. It's just amazing. So mm -hmm. thanks for being on the show today. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, having, for us. having us. Yeah. Well, Steve. Yes, sir. What'd you learn from Shane and Natalie. Well, you said it on the front end, so I don't, I, I'm going to repeat it only because it's necessary. I mean, there are two people that are just a deep dive, right? Yeah. Yep. They're just a deep dive of the love of Jesus and the compassion and passion for students. Yep. And I'll say this, we got done with the, the, the recording. We hit stop with Shane and Natalie. And, and I looked at Natalie and said, we need to have, we need to have you at fall conference to talk about how to recruit volunteers. Yeah. And she said, Sure. We'll do that. So October 23, 24, 25, Embassy Suites in Franklin, Tennessee. We did not plan to make an announcement here, but um, That's we're right. going to meet all of these people in person that we're having on, telling stories. Natalie will, Lord willing, be up front right. talking about how to recruit volunteers. And uh, it should be a good time together. So, And it was a good time to hang out with Shane and Natalie. I need to go down there more often. I was going to say, which is always a good time. I, Brad, I, it makes me think that we should probably remind everybody of if you have a follow-up question or a follow-up yeah. thought. Yeah. Because, again, they just, they, they're they a deep dive. Mm -hmm. um, Brad at fpofamerica.com, mm -hmm. Steve at fpofamerica.com is a great place to send those thoughts to mm -hmm. and give us an opportunity to respond. And I, the beautiful thing about you is that if you don't know the answer, you'll pass it to the person who does, yep. right? You're not faking it till you make it. Nope. So we'll connect you to Shane and Natalie. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Or Christina or Susan or whoever the right person is. Yep. That's right. That's right. 
We'll, cool. we'll hide Janice from everybody. She's not allowed to be shared. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Can't share Janice. Uh-huh. She'll get it done. So she'll she'll do. get it done. That's why we can't share her. I know. Well, it's true. Because other people ask her to get stuff done. They <laughs> already do. It drives me crazy. You already do. Anyway. All right. We're going to start fighting here pretty soon if we don't yes. land this plane. Well, that was a great conversation, man. It was a good conversation. Thanks, everybody, for listening, being a part of the first priority movement around the country, taking the hope of Christ to every student. Uh, and until next week, talk soon. Can't wait. Can't wait.